Well, hello again and welcome in. Wherever you are today and wherever you're listening from, I'm so happy to have you over to feast upon God's Word together. Get your plate ready today and take a seat. This is the 44 Podcast, which gets its name from Matthew 4.4. Man cannot live on bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Let's eat. I'm your host, Jed Yancey, and considering where we were with last week's episode, which in case you haven't listened to that, I won't rehash all of it, except to say we we talked about Paul and his words on heaven, Uh, being at home with the Lord, he says, or how what is to come is very much better. And, And those thoughts have really been stuck on me and won't leave and had me considering exactly what we're going to talk about on today's show. And that is the the beauty of the gospel, because, man, I I don't know about y'all, there are so many times in my life where I, I really go through this spell of questions and questioning myself that sound like, you know, am, am I enough? Um, have I done enough? I I feel so guilty. I feel so full of shame over something I've done or, um, you know, I keep doing the same stupid thing over and over. When am I going to learn? And really, honestly, how many more times can God possibly forgive me for the same thing? I, I just don't understand how God can love me through the things that Uh, I do that are bad, or maybe the things that I don't do, I just don't get it. And we could go on and on with these questions that I know we all face of of self-doubt and self-worth, but you you insert the beauty of the gospel and the good news, and, and you insert the reminders from Scripture that we have, and all of that seems to melt away, or or at least... I feel like you can see it all melt away with a man like Paul, who we looked at last week, a man who longs to pitch his tent in an eternal home. So like what though? What what reminders do we have? What can we read in scripture? What does God say in response to these feelings, these questions I have about being enough, about being so full of guilt and shame, and how is it even possible that he loves me, most especially when I fail over and over and over again? Or how could he possibly love me when I blank? You fill in the blank. And so let's start here, because while I know the way that I question myself and the way that I feel is bad, you listen to what God says about us, and it isn't, you know, oh man, I'm, I'm not good enough, or I feel guilt, or I feel shame. You listen in on places like Ephesians 2, Ephesians 5, where in those moments we're considered sons of disobedience, um, obeying the devil. How about Ephesians 2, verse 3, children of wrath, or, you know, you sons of Satan from John. I mean, wow, right? The language used regarding the sinner and the sinful nature of man is is harsh. But here's the deal. Back to the beauty of the gospel. Because while, yes, you were that, and you maybe were those, if you believe, you've confessed, you've repented, you've been baptized, you've been buried with him, then guess what? 
you've been adopted, you've been chosen, and not on a whim, not by some accident. Uh, before those reference to sinners, listen to what Paul says in Ephesians chapter 1, beginning in verse 3. All praise to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly realms, because we are united with Christ, even before he made the world. Did you hear that? Even before he made the world. Not an accident, not on a whim. God loved us and chose us in Christ to be holy and without fault in his eyes. God decided in advance to adopt us. There's that word adoption into his own family by bringing us to himself through Jesus Christ. I don't know that we think on the beauty of this as much as we should. And so here we're going to do that. And I want us to understand or maybe visualize or see the context here. And that context is of family. And God says, you, even though, yeah, you don't feel like you're enough. And even though, yeah, you feel guilty and yeah, shame too. He says, you, you are a part of my family. And that even before the creation of the world, God reaches out with warm embrace to those who believe and says, you are my child. I am adopting you. You know, I I thought about that word adoption, which I know a little bit about in that my family is made up of 10 children. My parents had seven kids and then adopted three And for years, my parents chose to do foster care, would take kids in. Kids would be in and out of the house all the time, uh, all ages, babies to teens. And sometimes a week they would stay, sometimes a day, sometimes for years. And in all of these instances with kids in that situation that I can remember, there was always something broken that put them there in the first place. A broken home. Broken relationship, broken lives. It was tough to see some of those kids go through what they went through and face what they had to face, which honestly, it was usually no fault of their own. And yet when one of those is adopted, as were the three in my family, what does that mean? Well, in most cases in looking at this word, as we know it today in the context of kids being adopted into a family... It addresses that broken relationship and the broken home that they had, the broken life that was before. And it says, you've now been adopted. Your last name is now this. You now have a home, a safe home, a loving home, a place of protection, a place of peace and security and love. And in the same way, That's true of examples of adoptions we see today. How very much better, as Paul would say, is it that as believers, God says, I am adopting you and you are now a part of my family. And through that being a part of my family, I will address the broken things, the broken relationships that for a time separated you from my love. Uh, 
That's amazing and incredible to think on. And you want to know what the true beauty of the gospel is? It's exactly this. Why? Well, because of this adoption, my name is now his. I now have a home. I have a safe home. I have a loving father, a place of protection, a place of peace, and eternity to look forward to with him. But the coolest part about this adoption, just like in my earthly family of 10 kids, this family doesn't have to all look the same or come from the same to share the same name. Skin color doesn't matter. Social status doesn't matter. Background, political affiliation doesn't matter. By way of what you come from doesn't matter. By God's grace, we are all family. And while that is hard for us to understand the magnitude and the gravity of that, it just shouldn't be because he says, no matter what guilt or shame or brokenness you come from or what you look like, you are my child, period. That's all. End of statement. Oh, and you don't feel like you measure up. Remember, you're my child. You've been adopted. I'll make you enough. Oh, you feel guilty. You feel so full of shame. You feel foolish. Come to me. Stay right here. I got you. You're 44 today is really just that. And to say, thank you, Lord, that I am yours, that you loved me so much that you adopted me a sinner. And then as we close, I feel like the question comes, well, why would God do that? And a lot of people ask this question. I mean, how could God love me that much? Well, as you keep reading in Ephesians 1, you see it's not just that he chose us and adopted us, but I'll leave you with this because Paul writes there and it answers our why. Why would God adopt me? Well, you continue reading and it says, This is what he wanted to do, and it gave him great pleasure. That's why, and that should be all that we need. So what should we do because of that? Well, Paul goes on to say, we praise God because of that. For the glorious grace he's poured out on us who belong to his dear son. He is so rich in kindness and grace that he purchased our freedom with the blood of his son. And he forgave our sins. He washed them all away. And he has showered his kindness on us, along with all wisdom and understanding. That, my friends, is the beauty of the gospel. I'm a part of his family. I am his child. He is my father. And when I feel like I don't got it, when I, when I don't feel like I'm enough or I don't measure up, there he is to remind me, Jed, Buddy, you're adopted. Uh, you're, you're mine. I'll make you enough. I, I know you don't got this, but I do. I've made you new. Now, do this. Praise me. Follow me. Trust me. Count on me because of what I've done for you. And that, my friends, is the beauty of the gospel. Thank you, Lord, for that. As always, I want to thank you guys so much for listening today. I love you. Now, go eat.